the place for talk on the internet. This is TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Here's a word that everybody's heard, the apocalypse. And what does it mean? And that's, of course, that's of course a, a part of the controversy of the whole world, is what does it mean, where, we are, where are we heading? And what's the timing of it? Yeah, that's another big one. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting. I've read for years of all the end of the world and... You know, I was even amazed that uh, uh, Art Bell around the year 2000, you know, was backing all these end-of-the-world products and, you know, buy this and when the end of the world comes, you'll be able to survive. And it was all quite amazing to me. And and I just sat back and watched and it never really, never really grokked it that they were serious, that they thought the world would come to an end. You know, the Left Behind series by the, you know, radical fundamental Christians. Is, one, one group of them. Yeah, yeah, right. That's another whole one of, you know, when the end of the world comes, Christians will be plucked off the earth or out of planes and everybody else will die. They will go up with God and the others will die. You know, I've had a number of um, clients right around the turn. I'm a healer and, they, and I had these clients and some of them, we're completely freaked out about what's going to happen when it turns to 2000. 2000. And, you know, that's sort of funny, too, because actually 2000 years from 0 A.D. is 2001. It's uh, the New Year's into 2001. That's that's actually the date. So they have the date wrong. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But, you know, I would tell them, I said, you know, I have no sense. I'm pretty connected. I, I'm guided and things work out really good and magical. I have no sense of this. And so you're taking what a, a whole bunch of other people and writings and this and that are saying, and you're getting yourself all worked up about it. We need to get you in touch with yourself so that uh, you can have a sense of it. And then let's say if it is true, what do you do about it? By the way, if you have a question or comment, shoot it our way at Q at MasteringOurselves.com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, I was reading this article that brought up the apocalypse, and it finally struck somewhere. You know, this had gone right over my head so many times, I tell you. It finally struck me that these people were actually suggesting that perhaps the end of the world would come. And the reason this kept going right over my head is because it isn't true. I've, you know, I've never thought it to be true, and, and I never really thought that anybody else would ever be thinking that. You know, thousands of years ago, like the comet Enki, and there's been other situations where the dinosaurs were taken out, and there was, uh, you know, what, uh, uh, let's see, three, four, five, six thousand years ago, there were events that really caused catastrophes. There was one, I think, around six thousand years ago that basically took Libya out. Libya was a thriving place. Libya is a huge country, 
and basically it became a desert. And a lot of uh, Egypt uh, was ruined at that time too. And the Sahara, I understand, used to be a thriver. And some of these uh, comets that came close, you know, close calls, and some, you know, a lot of their debris that came with them were just pelting the earth, causing uh, what, like tidal waves and scorched earth pockets all over the place. Uh, in China, you know, all over the world, they have records of this. And uh, so it's not so unthinkable to have an apocalypse. And uh, clearly, when a lot of these things are happening, there's a buildup of negativity, which uh, negative begets negative. You know, you are not defended. You're, you're not defended if you're not whole. If you're whole, it's hard for anything to get to you. And you don't cause things to get to you. You're not resonating at that destructive level. You know, the apocalypse is actually um, is looming. There is an apocalypse looming. Actually, it's already beginning to happen. It's called Katrina, and it's called the tsunami of uh, 2004. Thank you. December. The, The Indonesian tsunami. Etc. 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 All around the world, that is what it looks like. It also is a. It also is about the apocalypse. I mean, it's about the Antichrist, which you know we've come to understand that the Antichrist is the Islam religion, which is way out of control and a problem. But there's another place that the apocalypse is really important, and that's what we wanted to focus today's show on. Again, if you have a question or comment, you want to shoot it our way, send it to Q at MasteringOurselves.com. There is another place, and this is a place that Edgar Casey, for those of you who don't know who he was, he's been called the father of alternative therapies, isn't he? Or Something like that. Whole, uh, you know, like uh, natural remedies. Anyway, he was a channel uh, for a number of years. He's been dead for a long time. He was quite amazing. He and Carl Jung seem to have a similar understanding that the apocalypse is also an internal job, which is where it's really important. Where you have the battle inside of yourself to override your uh, wayward ego. Some people would like to say it's an outer job. Some people want to say it's an inner job. We say it's both. Because you know what? What's actually going on inside of you gets mirrored outside of you. So if we have a time where it's accumulated, it's like you're going to graduate to the next level, and, and we go through like thousands of years, and then we go to the next level. Everything bunches up right at the end and builds up and then crashes through to the next level. And so when it's doing that, you know, all of our issues come up to be dealt with inside. And world conflicts and ignorances and power struggles are built up and they have to be run through also to resolve themselves. So in the end times, right when the apocalypse coming right into the apocalypse, you have things like wars and rumors of wars, plagues and pestilences, earthquakes, hurricanes, uh, massive uh, emergencies, catastrophes, crises. And, you know, a bit of that's happening right now, although you look through the ages and bits and pieces of that has always happened. So it's it's accumulating, though. It is accelerating. I, I have read recently that there's more natural catastrophes happening than there ever were before. So it is accelerating. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because um, there's another way to look at this apocalypse 
and that is of uh, the return of Christ. In other words, when you look at the, the apocalypse as an inner job, what you're actually looking for is the second coming of Christ, which actually is you and me getting ourselves enlightened enough so that we are actually bringing in the second coming of Christ. You know, we've said this before, but Jesus came down to earth. He, uh, Sananda sent a lifetime down to earth and called him Jesus. Jesus came down as an enlightened soul, a brilliant enlightened man. And he was Christed because he was enlightened. It, he was, his name wasn't Christ. He was Christed. That same Christedness is available to anybody who is willing to become enlightened. And enlightened is working through your issues until that you become such that you don't have any issues anymore and you become enlightened or you have less issues. And really the job at hand on the planet right now is for more and more of us to work through our issues and inside job until we become enlightened and move in the direction of being uh, Jesus-like in his Christed way. So we call this the second coming of mass Christ consciousness. That's that's the real description. And like Charmé was saying, Jesus came and he was Christed. So he was basically a walking example. I would call it almost like a walk-in status where the Christ consciousness took over him. So when it, it would say, through Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life, Nobody comes into the Father except through me. It was through the doorway of Christ consciousness. It's not some superstition of Jesus will save me or whoever will save me. It's through the actual realization of the high level of Christ consciousness. Now, what does that mean? It's, it's when you're walking the path, you're right with life. You're right with creation. You're right with others. You're right with your own soul. That's Christ consciousness. Jesus walked it and was then imbued with the, uh, like he became at one with the Christ consciousness. So when Jesus was saying these things, people think it was Jesus that you hang on to, like the person. you got to get your mind bigger than that because it's the path he walked that is the way to God, not Jesus. Jesus is our example, our template, our sponsor. He's one of them. He's, he's incredible. We have utter, utter highest regard for him. But he's not your salvation. You walking how he and any enlightened soul helps you to walk in the enlightenment within yourself, that is your salvation. Bank only on that. You must keep open-minded to find every corner of the truth you can't just go, well, I got it, I got it in this religion, or I followed this book or that. That's a piece of it. Keep going, keep going, keep going, because this is a masterpiece. We want to get this rough stone that we start out being and polish the real true jewel that is God's intent and founded inside your soul. So the apocalypse is an end of the world as the world is right now. And, you know, our world is really... Uh, stuck in victim consciousness all over the place. My goodness, it's just, 
it's such a sad thing. You know, you, you read, uh, well, for instance, <laughs> there's been two catastrophes in this country in the last few days. One of them in Minnesota, and where was the other one? Utah. Utah mining accident. The Utah mining accident. And you know, the typical words that they use always are the victims. The victims are such and such. It would be so amazing if we could shift that consciousness into those that had the lessons to die in this uh, incident were such and such and such. And, you know, the people, their families had the lessons to have them die in such a bizarre manner. And, there, you know, if we could really get our arms around this idea, you know, there's this old cliche, there are no accidents. And people run around saying that all the time, but they don't really apply it deeply and broadly as we need to as a culture. I would like the word victim to be removed from the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Because there are none. There never have been any victims. There simply are people that are bumping into their lessons, and there it seems like what an awful thing to die on a bridge that shouldn't be falling down in the first place. What are the odds? Slim to none. But indeed... It happened, and it happened for a reason, and exactly the right people were on that bridge at the exact right moment. You don't think that bridge could have easily waited another, uh, say, five seconds or, or one minute, or couldn't have gone down maybe two minutes sooner? And other people would be involved. Exactly. So why did those particular people do that? You know, when we say there are no victims, the cornerstone of that is... Our soul draws everything to us. Our karma and our soul draws everything to us. Precisely. So, so we have chosen that on some level of us for an adjustment, either a karmic adjustment or our soul wants us to experience something, and so it puts us in that to experience it. But, you know, when all is said and done, your soul, which is relatively almighty for your lifetime right now, for you, nobody else, your soul has chosen this path and these experiences for you to grow and be adjusted by. Beautiful. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We're here to help all of us get more clear about how we can be connected to spirit and go in our lives in that direction. If you have a question, send it to Q at MasteringOurselves.com and we will be back with more. Stay with us. <laughs> 